covering his face with a ski mask to protect his identity, Boots walks around his neighborhood, Fisherman's Wharf, looking like this. The criminals are getting to know us. I wouldn't call it an organized anything. It's just concerned citizens. Every day is a small victory. You know, uh, you chase them off from one corner. For years, he's captured videos of car breakings, and now he says frustration led him to take matters into his own hands. He says he's doing it to help the area where he lives and owns a business. The fact that this isn't a main issue, I mean, on TV every night is insane to us. I've never seen anything like it. I'll meet regular people, square Joes, on their way to work, and they'll stop, hang out with me, try this drug for the first time, and then leave their life. Literally, not not leave from that moment on. They're just out here with us. Is that what fentanyl does? To some people, it's insane. I've never seen anything like it. No one has. What's it doing to the streets? Man, I mean, it's, it's turning everybody into, you know, a, a crazy, violent... I know, but do that somewhere else. Y'all smoking crack right here. There's a daycare right there. We're interrupted by private security, asking them to move out of the view of a nursery. Today, we're going to be talking about the failed state formerly known as California, specifically the city of San Francisco. And guys, I very much believe that some of the most beautiful places in the United States, perhaps even the world, can be found on the West Coast. I mean, you have the ocean, beaches, but also mountains, forests, amazing wildlife, temperate weather. Really, if it weren't for states like California, Oregon, and Washington being just overrun with people who have terrible politics, I would very much like to live there. I'm not even kidding. My husband and I often talk about how if it weren't for things like the homeless problem and them leaving feces and needles in the streets, sky-high property prices, uh, excessive taxes and regulations, the state actively trying to trans your kids behind your back and not giving you a say over whether to transition them, not to mention things like rolling blackouts, looting. Basically, it seems being unable to leave your car unattended lest someone break into it. If it weren't for things things like that, then sure, I would love to live somewhere like LA or Seattle. But alas, all of the above mentioned are very real problems that the people living in these cities and in these states have to deal with on a daily basis. It seems like finally for some San Franciscans, who by the way, I forgot to mention, are also facing um, some pretty serious hate crimes, especially like if, if you're of Asian descent. Uh, finally, it seems like some of these people have had enough and they're actually picking up and leaving town. It's a nationwide trend that people are fleeing liberal cities, and it seems like San Francisco seems to be the worst hit for this. Specifically, as Newsmax explains, San Francisco is now topping the U.S. in plunging home value. Houses in San Francisco, it says, are declining in value more than in any other U.S. metro markets. About 1 in 8, or 12.3% of homes that sold in San Francisco during the three months that ended in July was purchased for less than the seller paid for it, up from 5% a year earlier. That's a higher share than any other major U.S. metro and is quadruple the national rate of 3%. And this article goes on to say that San Francisco, Detroit, Chicago, and New York topped the list of where home sellers are most likely to take a loss. Those cities, it explains, have also had well-publicized crime problems. Now, sure, we could look at these numbers and say, well, San Francisco, uh, New York, these are places that have historically had infamously high property rates. I mentioned that earlier. Perhaps this decline is the market just trying to readjust itself and get back 
to a normal level. And it's like, sure, an argument could maybe be made that the declining prices aren't such a bad thing, considering that I've heard of people in San Francisco paying like $7,000 for a studio apartment. But I think this data is still worrying because it means that number one, a lot of people who invested in the real estate market in San Francisco, in New York, they're going to be taking major losses. Number two, we also have to keep in mind that this decline in prices uh, isn't because of something like increased housing opportunity. It's not like they're building a lot of new structures and that's why prices are dropping as the supply of housing increases. No, it's because people are actually packing up and just leaving the city, leaving these states. And take it together, all of that paints the picture of places like California and New York declining. I'm going to talk more about what these numbers actually mean for states like California as well as the nation as a whole. But first, I do want to say a big thank you to today's sponsor, Magic Spoon. You can stay on track with Magic Spoon, a cereal that tastes like your childhood faves, but with more protein and less sugar. Growing up for me, cereal was one of the best parts of being a kid, but as I got older, I had to watch for sugar and things like empty carbs. And so what's great about Magic Spoon is that they have the amazing flavors you love, but high protein and less sugar. And for me, the way I love to eat cereal right now is as a midnight snack. There is nothing more satisfying if you ask me than just before bed, going downstairs and getting a nice cold bowl of some sweet cereal. And thanks to Magic Spoon, I can actually do that without feeling guilty. And if you want to try out Magic Spoon for yourself, you should definitely check out their variety pack. The four flavors are cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. Personally, my all-time favorite is fruity. My daughter is a big fan of frosted. And hey, if you are into a Reese's peanut butter situation, then I highly recommend you mixing the peanut butter and the cocoa cereal together because magic happens. This pack has zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and four to five net grams of carbs, and only 140 calories per serving. It's high protein, has zero grams of sugar. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, and soy-free. This stuff is so good, and it's actually also a snack that I can feel good about my toddler eating. So go to magicspoon.com intellectual to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code intellectual at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. That means if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. So again, get your next delicious bowl of high protein cereal at magicspoon.com intellectual and use the code intellectual to save $5 off. A huge thank you to Magic Spoon for sponsoring this video. So this may not be popular to say, but I actually visited San Francisco when I was in college, which was quite a while ago at this point. And even though it was still a liberal city then, I mean, it's been that way for generations at the time that I visited, which was maybe, gosh, eight years ago, nine years ago, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a beautiful city. Sure, there were crime problems and homeless problems even back then, but things hadn't gotten to the point where it was unlivable there. And so despite the fact that I do love to own the libs and laugh at how terrible their policies are, it does simultaneously hurt me to see such a once great city as San Francisco, or the same could even be said of somewhere like uh, Chicago or New York. It saddens me to see these American cities fall into such decline and such disrepair. But at the same time, and I really cannot stress this enough, if you are someone who lives in one of those cities and you are a liberal and you live in a city that is run by Democrats in a state that is also run by Democrats uh, under a presidency that is, oh yeah, guess what? Democrat, if you're one of those people and you're not happy with how things are going in your city because you're sick of having to step over homeless people and their feces and their used needles, you're not liking the crime, you're not liking how it's getting harder and harder to run a business, I don't see how you can simultaneously still be 
liberal, still be a Democrat, because guess what? There's no one else that you have to blame in those situations than the Democrats, all right? They have had control for a long time. It's not like there are Republicans blocking an agenda that would otherwise be so great. No, no, the problem rests solely with Democrats. And there's been somewhat of a trend lately of people who live in cities like San Francisco or New York or Seattle complaining on social media because their business has been looted or they've been assaulted and they just don't know what to do. They've had it up to here with how terrible a city is. And it's like, if this is you and you're still voting Democrat, then I'm sorry, I don't know what to say. I mean, at a certain point, you can't save people from themselves. If they're doing hundreds of gunpoint robberies, mostly to women, to people of all races, where I have lived in poverty my whole life, it makes it hard for us to keep jobs, to find jobs, to live life, to fight through mental health issues, to fight through our poverty, and it's not just one demographic of women is all kinds of women being targeted. This is systemic violence as well. Who here has been assaulted, called out, or beat up? Just raise your hand. That's pretty sad. We're all fed up because of you and your policies and these policies criminals. Brothers and mom, I know your hands are tied, but you gotta be doing some preventative, preventative stuff. Yes. You know, you standing here on the corner right here in Montclair, you can hear the bucket cars come up here, robbing us blind. Well, a lot of the anger tonight was directed at crime sprees where kids are the suspects. District Attorney Pamela Price said in a recent case, there wasn't enough evidence to take a group of kids to court. What happened after they were let go? Uh, they probably attacked someone else. Yeah, I mean, and I think a lot of these people are at the point where they need to move. They just can't stand living in these cities anymore. But if that's you, that's fine. Just please, please, for the love of all that is good in this world, do not bring your terrible policies with you. Because, I mean, I think a lot of people in the rest of the country are starting to look at these refugees from California, especially as almost locusts. I mean, they're moving because California is so awful, but they're still continuing to support those same policies that made California awful in the first place. And I think for a lot of these folks, the problem is that they've almost become too accustomed to living with terrible conditions. I mean, you talk to someone from New York or from Los Angeles and they'll almost try to excuse how terrible things are. It's like, oh, well, that's to be expected when you live in a city. Like, of course, there's homeless problems, crime problems. Again, I will mention the feces because I just can't get over that. But it's like, no, actually, there are cities all across the world that don't have these problems. I grew up in places like Hong Kong and Singapore and Shanghai, and guess what? We did not have feces in the street. We did not have people overdosing on the subway. It just did not happen. This is a choice that you all are making. Stop trying to minimize how bad things are because you can't wrap your head around the fact that actually being a liberal isn't all it's cracked up to be. By the way, this isn't just me making stuff up about how bad it is in California and Seattle. The stats bear this out. I mean, if we look at the states that are losing the most population, we see New York tops that list. Also places like Illinois. I mean, I mean, Oregon, Rhode Island, California, what are you guys doing? You have a beautiful states, you have so many natural resources, you have a lot of human capital. The only thing standing in the way of your success is your politics, which you refuse to change. And I mean, I don't think I talked about this on the show yet, but a few weeks ago, me and my family were on the West Coast. We did an Alaskan cruise, which was amazing, by the way. It is beautiful up there. Never cruise with Norwegian. 
They are terrible. Tell them that I told you not to cruise with them because they are awful. They did us dirty multiple times. That's that's a whole other topic, but I just I want to mention that. I feel strongly about it. But we actually departed from Seattle and we really did not stay in Seattle long. We did not want to be there. Uh, we ended up going to Olympic National Park after the fact, but we were really only in Seattle for like probably 40 minutes all in. Still, you know what I saw on the side of the road? That's right. I, I saw feces. Human feces on the street. It's not like I was looking for this so I could own the libs. I, I don't have such an interest in owning the libs that I would hunt out human feces. It's just, they were there. America is not a developing country. It's not a third world country. This should not be happening. So why, why is it happening? And you know, what really gets me is that obviously the person who left that there I mean, safe to say homeless, probably struggling with addiction, maybe mental health issues, not doing the best. Yet at the same time, this may be going into too much detail, but I feel like that person must have had the most balanced diet I've ever seen based on the stool that was left. Like, I I, I can't stop thinking about it. Like, were they also taking Metamucil supplements? Like... Their fiber intake must be crazy. I, I don't know. I'm just saying it was impressive. In any case, though, I would love to know what you guys think about this. Do you think that for liberal cities and states, they are going to continue to see increases in crime and all of their different problems? Or do you think they will manage to turn things around and perhaps go toward their former glory? I'm skeptical. Personally, I don't see that there's any willingness to change in a meaningful way, even though some individuals in those states might be seeing things differently. Uh, but I would love to hear from you guys as always. Thanks so much for watching. And if you enjoyed this video, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Until next time.